episode tonight, we're going to talk about daddy always keeps his word. And that daddy is really God. Uh, I want to talk with you in a little about a little bit and give you um, a comparison that I want you to look at in life. And I want to use, for example, the life of Moses. Moses, literally born a Hebrew child, uh, mom put him in a basket, set him afloat in the Nile River. The angels of God had to be with him because the Nile is full of uh, crocodilian and alligators and literally they had been fed the flesh of human boys uh, because they were killing male children from two years old and younger because there had been a prophecy and a decree that a deliverer was coming to the Hebrews and so they were killing all the boy children throwing them into the Nile River and so the Nile River was teeming with man-eating crocodiles and alligators and so uh, Moses' mother literally took him and made a basket made sure that the basket would float and put the baby in the basket and set him afloat and it had to be the angels of the Lord and his sister Miriam was watching the basket as it floated down the Nile River and it got to a point and here is where I know God is always in control because at that time Pharaoh's daughter who didn't have any children she didn't have any children of her own she was a queen didn't have any children she heard one of her maidservants heard a cry coming out of the bulrushes and looked in the basket and saw Moses there. And Miriam, at a distance, was sitting watching as the handmaid brought Moses to the queen. Now, the queen knew that this was a Hebrew child because she knew it was a Hebrew boy baby. And... The amazing thing is, is that the Spirit of God put the love of a mother inside of this woman where she fell in love. She was in love with Moses at first sight to such a degree that Miriam ran upon them while they were out bathing. That is the amazing thing, bathing in the river. And, and Miriam ran upon them and said, do you need me to go get somebody in order to nurse your baby? And she immediately took Moses in, the queen, the pharaoh, the Egyptian. Here she is, a Hebrew baby that her daddy said to kill. You must understand, she was going against a direct edict of the king. The king told them to kill all of these Hebrew boys, kill all of these Hebrew babies. This woman went against the edict of a king. When you go against the word of a king, that's death. No matter who you are, that will cost you your life because the king, the pharaoh's word was law. And if you broke his word, no matter who you were, it could cost you your very life. This woman risked her life for a Hebrew baby she just pulled out of the bulrushes. Miriam, Moses' sister, went, got Moses' mother, and Moses' mother 
nursed the baby, actually took the baby, and she told her, told her, you take him and you raise him, and once you wean him, then you send him back to me, because this is my son. And she did just that. And Moses grew up in the house of Pharaoh under a foster father that came to love him, that he was a prince of Egypt. He went to all the finest schools. He lived in the lap of luxury, but his mother did not hide who his true identity was. He, he knew that he was a Hebrew. He knew that he was, he, he, he knew that he came from the stock of slaves. He knew it, even though everything about him spoke royalty. Everything he did and said spoke royalty because he was raised as royalty. He had the privileges of royalty. But here is the problem. His stepfather's faith contradicted his natural father's faith. He had to go either with those that were kind to him or suffer with his kinship. And, and that's where really faith comes in. That's where we must understand. We must understand. We must understand. We must understand that either we will suffer with the kindness of the world or we will go along with the kindness of the world or suffer with the kinship of Christ. I'm not going to tell you that the world has nothing to offer because that would be a lie. The Bible says, what would it profit a man if he should gain the whole world? So there is gain in the world. There is gain in having the money of the world. There is gain in having the luxury of the world. No profit in it. I'm not going to tell you that sin is not fun because it's fun for a season. But the Bible says, what would it profit a man if he should gain the whole world and lose his soul? And so you have two fathers when it comes down to your faith. You have God who is your true kinship. He is your real father. He's your maker and creator. And then you have the world as a foster father and the governments of this world are run by the enemy. And so by proxy, it makes the devil the father of those in the world. And the enemy, he wants to rule by fear. Where God has relationships by way of faith and trust. And so what you must understand is that Moses had to choose just like we have a choice. You either can roll with those that are being kind to you or you can suffer with the ones that you're kin to. It is up to you. It's either kindness or kinship. And I don't know about you, I choose kinship over kindness because kindness will change. That emotion will leave and go away. I can do something and you will no longer be kind to me. I will roll with kinship. And that's exactly what Moses did. He went with kinship. He left all of the luxuries of the palace to go and suffer with the Hebrews and the slaves because he knew 
He would rather have a relationship with God in faith than suffer under the tyranny of the enemy in fear. And so that's what I'm telling you. It is better to have a relationship with God in faith than suffer under the tyranny of the enemy in fear. And so daddy always keeps his word. It's one thing about our father God. He always keeps his word. A father promised his son something special from the toy store. The father took them to the toy store and told them to pick out whatever they wanted. The boys grabbed the first thing they could see. And the father says, no, you don't need that. As they walked through the store, the father denied them everything they asked for. Now the boys were completely disappointed, thinking their father had lied to them. Why? Because he kept denying them the little small trinkets that they wanted. By the time they made it to the back of the store, the boys saw the greatest, most perfect set of bikes hanging on the wall. The bikes had everything the boys could have ever wanted on them. They mustered up enough courage to ask the father for the bikes and the father said yes. Here is what I want you to understand. Here is where I want you to get is that God has you in the toy store of life. He's walking you through the toy store and you're seeing all things that's glittering and all things that are glistening and you're running up to God and saying, can I have this? And God is saying, no. Can I have this? And God is saying, no, I have something better. Can I have this? And God is saying, no, I have something better. The thing about God that is so amazing is that everything that God said no to when he gives you what he wants you to have, you will have the ability to get everything that he said no to. <laughs> That's just how good God is. God will bless you with something that you will be able to get everything you thought he said no to. That's how good God is. But what the boys did not know is, was that their father had ordered the bikes just for them and deliberately had them placed in the back of the store to teach his sons a lesson and bless them at the same time. He wanted to show them that life will literally throw everything at you to get you to compromise who you are, what you are, to go after some little trinket. And what you need to do is you need to hold out for the best. You need to wait for the best. And the best most of the time is in the back of the store. And so the boys found out that their daddy had pre-ordered the bikes for them. What I want you to understand is that the blessing that God has for your life has been pre-ordered. God has it preordained, foreordained, and set for your life. You're going to walk into what God wants you to walk into. He's going to make sure you arrive at your destination safely. God has something great planned for us and he will make sure we reach our goal. God is going to make sure you make it to your destination safely. No matter how bright or flashy the stuff we ask for is, remember God knows what's best for us and we must trust him and him only. Understand, believer, God always keeps his word. Daddy always keeps his word. Whatever God has said to you, you're not going to run out of energy. 
You're not running going to run out of time. You're not going to run out of anything. Strength. You're not going to run out of strength. You're not going to run out of power. God is going to fulfill what he said he will do. God will always do what he said. I trust him. And that's why you got to trust him. I know it comes a time in our life where we must say, God, I believe, but help my unbelief. And when we get to that place, I want you to be honest with God and yourself and say, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Understand, you're on the podcast with Pastor Henry Owens, where I give biblical answers to the hard questions of life. And one of the hard questions of life is this, is do I trust God? I know you can trust in everything that you can see, but everything you can see is failed and is failing. The only thing that will stand the test of time is the God that we serve. He's the only one that you can put your full weight on and he will never let you down. God is the one that will never leave you. Neither he will he forsake you. And I know you're saying, you don't know the problem I'm looking at. You don't know the situation I'm going through. You don't know the circumstances I'm dealing with. And I don't. But I do know a God that handles situations, that handles circumstances, that deals with problems. I know a God that can meet every need you have. I know a God that can do anything but fail. I know that God. You can get to know that God as well. He always keeps his word. Always. And so, if you're in something heavy, something hot, if you're in, if you need God to come through for you in a big way, understand that you have the greatest tools and assets at your disposal. All you have to do is pray. All you have to do is ask your father. If you ask your father, he will provide everything you need and most of the things you want. Because Hebrews 11 and 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. That means God's going to give you what you're looking for. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You have been on the air with Pastor Henry Owens. This is the Pastor Henry Owens podcast where I give biblical answers to the hard questions of life. Be blessed.